Matt Whitaker, former U.S. Acting Attorney General. This is such a great conversation about America, our future, what's going to save our republic. We have a great football player. Matt Whitaker is here. Matt. They tried to bury me. They didn't realize I was a C. Former Acting U.S. Attorney General. Under President Trump. I'm going to be an unwavering supporter of law enforcement. Welcome to Liberty and Justice with your host, Matt Whitaker. Welcome to Liberty and Justice. I'm your host, Matt Whitaker. Um, I'm here at the America First Policy Institute, America First Agenda Conference in Washington, D.C. So many great friends. I was able to grab one, and this is an interview I've been looking forward to since I started the show uh, 25 episodes or so ago. Um, Bob Yunanwe is uh, my guest here. He is, you might recognize him, he is the president and CEO of Goya Foods. And uh, it's an honor to have you join me today on Liberty and Justice. Well, Matt, it's an honor to be with you and thank you for your service to our country. And also it's an honor to be with AFPI and uh, Linda McMahon, Brooke Rollins. And they're uh, putting forth values that our country was, uh, the foundation for our country was was made. And uh, I think we're gonna bring America back. Good. to greatness yeah we are and I think Bob one of the things um, you know there's several things I want to talk about in this conversation I know that you um, have worked very hard on the issue of human trafficking I know that you uh, were during the Trump administration they tried to cancel you and your business got even better <laughs> but I first want to start with your foundational story I want to tell me tell me about kind of where you grew up and your American dream well uh, I was born in Jersey they say you're from Jersey, what exit? I was born in Teaneck, New Jersey. But I've lived uh, around the globe, actually, in, in Spain, Puerto Rico, California, Florida, mm-hmm. across the U.S. Uh, you know, grew up going through parochial schools, and, and uh, but with a family, one of six, who were, you know, based in faith. My, my father passed away uh, years ago, my mother also, 1976, 1986. But they didn't instilled in us our faith. Mm-hmm. Uh, our father asked us and our mother, you know, what's your goal in life? And, you know, the answer was our goal in life is salvation. And that's what we uh, really have strived to do and instill that in our children. I have six children and 12 grandchildren. Uh, so uh, I'm sensing a theme here. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, you know, they say, are you privileged? You know, I, we didn't grow up, you know, wealthy. Uh, you know, that came a little bit later, honestly. But I feel privileged to be part of a family that had a, a mother, a father, and people, uh, a, a parents who loved us and cared for us. And, and uh, unfortunately, that today, uh, our company in Brookshire, Texas, uh, uh, is um, in Brookshire, Texas, 70% of the kids have no father present. Hmm. And I think in some way we've demeaned uh, or taken importance away from the father the mother, we've incentivized for many years the single family, and it's had a very destructive effect on, on our country. And uh, I do feel privileged to have had that upbringing, but I also feel the responsibility to which uh, much has been given, much mm-hmm. is expected, and I feel the responsibility that we need to reach out and care for the children who are not cared for, that don't have that family, they don't have the privilege not of uh, economy, of, of the loving 
uh, family environment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I know that you, you, you know, treat your employees very well. And how, how do you support them uh, to make sure that they can, you know, provide for their family and, and make sure that they, they can also, you know, live the American dream um, based, you know, and, and find success on their terms? Well, you know, we call ourselves La Gran Familia Goya, which means the great Goya family. And, you know, from the beginning, it's, it's been a family. And w- as my grandfather, who started this country, he left Spain in, at 18 years old in 1904, finding his way to, uh, Brooklyn, uh, to Manhattan, Duane Street, Manhattan, in 1936, when the Spanish Civil War broke out and started bringing in products, uh, you know, for the Spanish population, for the Puerto Rican population in 45, the Cuban in 50 and 59, et cetera. Now we are the second largest Latin country in the world, uh, soon to be uh, the biggest group, but they say by 2050, or it could be sooner than that mm-hmm. if the border stays open. But uh, our philosophy has been family. So as immigrants, you become more Cuban uh, here in the United States than in Cuba or Venezuelan because you hang on to your traditions. You have uh, music, food, and language that you hang on to. So as a family, you know, more the economic uh, compensation, and we have have parties, we're big partiers. We celebrate Christmas and we celebrate, uh, you know, once a year our, we gather as as a family in all of our locations and we're all over the world. Uh, But besides the economic, we're there as a support, as a family, Mm -hmm for our employees. Mm-hmm. That's extraordinary. So your father um, uh, inherited from his grandfather sort of this, the, the I don't know if you call it the merchant uh, lifestyle, but certainly you know, the, 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 the food brand and the expansion of the food brand to a worldwide uh, Hispanic uh, you know, food conglomerate, for lack of a better term. What, um, what were those traditions, what were those business traditions that you learned uh, from your father and that you're hoping to pass on to future generations? Well, you know, I think number one, besides faith, uh, the work ethic, you know. We used to joke that we worked a half a day, which is at least 12 hours, and, you know, and more than that. And uh, my grandfather used to say if it, if it were easy, everyone would do it. But, you know, he came to this country to produce, to give, to give back. He didn't come with his hands out. and. Uh, you know, so many immigrants come to this country uh, for, for good, you know, for, to produce and, and to make a difference, to, to find the opportunity. Uh, unfortunately, our government is the one that has somewhat corrupted by, instead of allowing that opportunity to exist, to hand people uh, money, you know, let people fish instead of giving them fish. And, and uh, unfortunately, for example, the uh, Puerto Rican population, which I'm a member of, uh, I have Spanish roots, I have Puerto Rican roots, I have Irish roots. Um, we share that in common. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and so, you know, sharing uh, those roots, being part of uh, an immigrant group, is is what um, you know binds us. But we come to this country you know, to produce, not to be handed out. The biggest mistake we made in this country was to shut, and in the world, was to shut down the world. You know, we kept working because we're an essential business. Mm -hmm. But 
all work is essential. We were uh, fortunate enough to go to work every day uh, and produce food that was needed at the time. We went to the White House to offer food. I made the mistake of saying the word blessed and Donald Trump in the same sentence and got in trouble for that, but we are blessed. Mm -hmm. uh, and we were blessed by his leadership because you know, he brought the company, country back uh, to, you know, uh, to greatness, the economy, you know, oil independence. And uh, now, you know, we're, we're growing corn to burn it in our fuel. We're, you know, the pricing of, uh, of, of fertilizer has tripled. Uh, you know, I'm going this Saturday to a convention to, with farmers to talk about how we can grow more food and, mm -hmm. and, and protect our resources. We have these, this, these resources of food and fuel, our, our military, and, and we're, we're squandering it. And we're growing corn to to uh, which is driving up prices for f to burn in our in our fuel. At the same time, we projected tremendous weakness. Uh, our withdrawal from Afghanistan was horrible because it projected weakness, and I think it opened the door for people like Putin to walk into Ukraine, yeah. which has had another devastating effect on the food supply. Yeah. So you mentioned. The famous uh, attempted cancellation of Goya Foods. Uh, you you said you mentioned you were at an event at the White House and you you know essentially said our country's blessed to have Donald Trump be president right now, and uh, everyone lost their mind and they mm -hmm. said, well, we're going to you know boycott Goya Foods, and um, and were they successful in uh, in 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 hurting you or did you come back stronger from that experience? Well, the left uh, blew up. They were successful maybe in their own minds for a day or so, but just an, an incredible amount of uh, outreach. I've been talking to so many people about how when you know we were attacked and I was at there to give away food and to be named the commissioner on the White House Commission on Hispanic Prosperity. But you know the AOCs of the world, the uh, Julian Castro's, Lin-Manuel Miranda, people like that, they just blew up because you cannot you're not, you're forbidden to mention God and and that is what's happening to this country you know this country is being or by a few overtaken by selfness selfishness division hatred you know this woke and cancel culture is is looked at at me selfishness our military we have ads out for it's all about me. It's about my gender. It's about my race and all this other stuff. But if you, like yourself, with the mil or, and all the military who have given us our freedom, not just service, freedom, and sacrifice, sacrifice of their lives, they're not thinking about me. They're thinking about us. And we are uh, eternally grateful. For th and that's what, uh, for them, for their service, for their sacrifice, and that's what made this country great. That's so true. We stand on the shoulders of, of great men and women that have been willing to give the ultimate sacrifice uh, in defense of the republic. And, and the republic is an idea, an ideal uh, in our foundational documents. And you know, one of those things is, is we the people collectively um, are going to determine the destiny of this country. And we elect our representatives, and if they don't represent us well, then we find a different representative that will represent us well. And we have a lot of those issues right now being played out as a society and I you know Bob I think 
what happened and the way you fought through, uh, you know, sort of the attempts by the, you know, sort of really the Hispanic elite, you know, the people that probably, you know, use your products, that grew up on your products, uh, that enjoy your products. Um, I, I know, I knew you were winning before I ever met you because I went to Seed to Table, which I had Alfie Oaks on recently on this show. And I went to Seed to Table and he had this giant display of, about, it must have been everything you guys make, but it was, it was probably 25 feet wide and it, 15 feet tall and had a had a big uh, cutout of President Trump with a Make America Great Again hat on. And so, um, but he was, uh, he and others not only rallied to the cause, but but they saw it for what it was. It was a complete overreaction uh, that, you know, so you hadn't uh, done anything other than you were trying to help your fellow citizen by, like you said, giving away food, doing as much as you possibly could at that moment uh, when America was struggling, you know, with this this novel and brand new virus, um, you know, that we were being told at the time was, you know, going to end civilization. So, I, I mean, I, I, it's such an honor to, you know, spend some time with you and to, you know, every time I see you um, at these conferences, I always make sure I get to say hello and, 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 and see how you're doing. Tell me at this, this America First uh, Policy Institute event, uh, what do you, you know, what have you learned? What are you hoping to learn? Uh, what are you seeing? Uh, that gives you um, optimism and encouragement? Well, first of all, uh, AOC is, is not really, a, in my opinion, a, a real Latina. Mm -hmm. uh, she doesn't represent the Latino community. I think someone like Myra Flores, in, in, uh, I'm in Texas, mm -hmm. uh, represents more. I mean, AOC called Myra extreme right, and Myra answered, well, if you consider that as Latinos, we value God, family, and work, then the guilty is charged. But uh, so I see really, again, it's the few, it's, it's the real people of this country that are, that are good, the many people. It's the few or the Twitter bots that, you know, when I, I got hit big time by Twitter, but the majority was these Twitter bots, these robots, or these, you know, you get one opinion, you multiply it times a million, and all of a sudden you look like you're, you're no good. Right. And and so, but but back to uh, here and and today, you know, I see the uh, and one of the reasons I did go to the White House was not only to give food, but to approach the White House. You know, with the Commission on uh, the White House Commission on Hispanic Prosperity, to approach the White House to say that you know. The Latino community is where the sec it's going to be the biggest group in this country, but we have all the voices. Every uh, nation is here, and we have the opportunity and the responsibility to to uh, direct this country, to contribute to this country, and put God, family, just like Myron said, put God, family, and work first. And I see the AFPI uh, reaching out to the Hispanic community, to all the communities, mm -hmm. you know, Asian, black, you know, uh, white, <laughs> everybody. And, and uh, the, but the importance of the Latino community and the values. Uh, Newt Gingrich spoke yesterday, um, you know, about the agenda. And that's what the agenda is, going back to the values of this country and all the good. And we cannot let the few dictate uh, us, we cannot be sheep, we can't go into bunkers. You know, Latinos didn't come to this country 
to all of a sudden be told you got to go into a bunker mm -hmm. you got to be fearful you know you cannot work you came to work but you cannot work and here's some money we took the wealth of this nation and gave out a huge dividend and incentivized people not to work in Spain we have facilities in Spain the, the country didn't have all that money they gave out 70 percent and they were back to work probably a little bit sooner but states like Florida Texas and others the states are the firewall between communism and democracy. Mm -hmm. We cannot have the federal government dictate everything. You know, the, the, the power should be also in the states. Uh, I mean, President Trump did not, you know, pull everything to the federal government like they're go doing now. If they declare a climate emergency, basically we're going to declare a, a dictatorship mm -hmm. where you can feel free to do and dictate on the American people. But the American people aren't the major cities where there's all these handouts and all these riots and destruction. Uh, so I'm going <laughs> to ramble on here. But, no, I'm enjoying but, this. But, uh, I mean, I was in Miami with Elian Gonzalez when they took him. They expected the Cuban community to destroy Miami. But wait a minute. They, they were uh, factors in building Miami. If you build something, you're not going to go around and destroy it. Now, if you're handed things, they don't have value. And that's why... We've destroyed things in these cities, yeah. but that doesn't represent America. Right, it doesn't, and I, I think I think so much of of our country is not only f founded on the um, the concepts that you said, you know, that Representative Flores um, stands for, and said if this is an extreme uh, position, then guilty. But I think so much of it, and so much of what I fight for every day, is to protect and defend the American dream. Uh, you know, I think about, uh, you know, some of my friends and, and that, uh, you know, came from to this country with nothing, did it the right way, did it the legal way, and built a life, you know, uh, did exactly, and it, on those foundational pillars of God, family, um, and hard work. And, you know, we need to make sure that, that, that the American dream is always protected and, and, that, and that future generations can experience it. And I think that's, I think that's, you know, the, the piece that continues to be the most important. I mean, obviously, God is always uh, uh, sovereign and in charge and, and does bless us. But at the same time, it's each individual is responsible to put in that hard work and to, you know, sort of do uh, what's necessary to succeed on their own terms in this country. So, Bob, thank you so much for being on Liberty and Justice. Thanks, Thanks for, for taking me. a few minutes. God bless uh, you. And uh, we we'll look forward to seeing you again soon. Thank you, Matt. All right, thank you.